From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Thursday, June 9th. On Sunday, Moab Valley Fire Battalion Chief Brandon McGuffey was at the rodeo. A call came in. Fire at 520 Murphy Lane in the Pack Creek Mobile Home Park. I was actually at the rodeo getting ready to put the fire truck in the parade at the rodeo. The page came off and I sent that truck out. I stole my wife's truck and her horse trailer because she was also in the rodeo. McGuffey was the second engine on scene at the fire. When he arrived, he saw structures already engulfed in flames. Very, very, very large columns of smoke, um, black, black, thick, heavy smoke. When I originally got on scene, my gut told me we were going to lose that whole trailer park. But they didn't. Fire crews got to work, cooling the mobile homes sitting right next to the ones on fire. He says engines staged on opposite corners of the blaze were dousing it with, quote, copious amounts of water and handling any breakout spot fires. McGuffey says it was a tough situation, especially because of the density of the mobile home park, the heat of the blaze, and the amount of flammable weeds and debris. But they worked it. As a very interesting fact, and I'm giving props to our fire department, uh, once we were on scene, there was no additional trailers lost, which is incredible considering they were feet apart. He attributes not losing more trailers to the skills of the team, not just the local fire department, but all first responders and even homeowners out there doing what they could to stop the blaze. The community was awesome. I had homeowners in there. I was kicking homeowners off my fire truck because they were just doing anything they could, which I give them props for. Law enforcement was incredible. They were pulling people out of homes, going into burning homes. Um... EMS was very instrumental. They were supplying us with bottles of water. It was a huge team effort. Six mobile homes were lost in the Murphy Fire. Four others were damaged. Grand County's faith-based coalition says at least 11 people are permanently displaced. That includes resident Gary Hazen. He was on his way home from visiting a friend on Sunday when he got a text. I left there and I saw the black smoke and... and, uh, Turned up Murphy Lane, and she texted me right away, say, your your trailer park's on fire. Hazen lived in a mobile home near the big cottonwood tree at Pack Creek Campground for the last 28 years. He says that thing has always been a fire hazard. A retired first responder, he says he's put out a number of small fires over his nearly three decades at the property. I put out four other fires that if I weren't there... This would have happened long before Sunday. So when he arrived on scene and saw his mobile home ablaze, he says he had to let it go. It was just totally engulfed, and and it was like, well, you know, I just gave it up right there. I just gave it away right there to God. Um, Nothing I could do about it. It, It's just stuff. Hazen considers himself luckier than his neighbors. He's 70 years old, pretty resilient, but there are younger people people with families that are in complete shock and grief and in a more difficult situation. I mean, she had, she's got three kids, you know, and they're not, they're not grown. They're grade school kids, you know, just, uh, it's, it's, it's just a whole lot easier for me than for these younger families. The grief for their loss was, uh, I'm just, I'm just so thankful that I didn't have to have that. 
Grand County's faith-based coalition has been working to secure funding for locals affected by the Murphy Fire. On Monday, they set up a secure donation site. And they're gathering resources for food, furniture, hygiene, and clothing. Moab's Seventh-day Adventist pastor, Nathan James, chairs the Grand County Faith-Based Coalition. For now, many displaced by the fire are temporarily housed at the Archway Inn. But he says there's still a lot of unknowns about long-term needs. It's still a very fluid situation. You know, things are changing and we don't know how long those temporary arrangements will be in place. But we were relieved to know that as of, you know, as of yesterday, there's nobody who is without a roof over their head. We're working on creating a database of people who are offering to donate material goods and collect information from the victims uh, about what is needed so that we can also create those matches as well. The coalition was able to get cash donations from the Utah Real Estate Association to those who have experienced a total loss, like Hazen. For his part, he says he's overwhelmed, not necessarily by the fire, but by the community's response to it. We live in such an amazing community. It's not what you know, it's who you know. I mean, it's been nonstop since the fire on Sunday, people reaching out to me. I'd say six an hour. I just am so fortunate to know so many people that that their concern and and I, I mean, people have offered me rooms and and homes and and places to stay. It would kill me to leave here because this is, this is where I live, my, my people, my community. And I'm, I was shocked by people that have reached out to me with, with uh, love and care and kindness and concern. Is uh, it, it really has been overwhelming. Right now, the local faith-based coalition is working with the Multicultural Center to assess long-term community needs after the fire. But Pastor James says days in, they're still addressing needs as they arise. Yeah, so I've, obviously we have a wide range of the degree of impact for the victims. You know, we have we have those who have no home and we have those who have smoke damage and we have those who have no fence, right? And so um, how do we disperse those funds in a way that is honoring to the donors and meets the needs of the recipients? And so we want to be really careful that uh, that we handle those funds um, accordingly. And I think it's important to note that there, there are no management fees. There's no skimming, no charitable charges. Um, donors who give through the fund, the funds are going to go entirely to the victims. It's still not clear exactly how the Murphy Fire started. State and local fire marshals say it likely began outside the trailer homes. My opinion is that is correct. McGuffey again. Uh, There was reports of originally white smoke, which usually means organic material, trees, grass, things like that, which would indicate that it was started outside and there was two separate columns of white smoke. They're still doing investigation work. McGuffey hopes someone comes forward with video or an admission. But he said one thing is very clear for Moab right now. Keep your yards clean. One of the reasons he says the fire spread so quickly is the cotton material from the cottonwood tree. Just keep keep anything flammable, including weeds and sheet grass and all of that stuff, down as short as you possibly can. If, if you got cotton on the ground, water it, rake it up, and don't let those trees hang over your house either. You can find more information about the Murphy Fire and a link to the donation page for those affected in the show notes of today's news. 
One big note about the Murphy Fire. The blaze affected mobile homes situated near the Pack Creek Riparian Corridor, which contains brush that, well, can spread fire. That was a concern. I literally thought it was going to get into the creek. That's Battalion Chief McGuffey again. Although he had major concerns about fire spreading to the creek, one thought was providing him some relief that day. This spring Moab Valley Fire, Forestry State Lands, Team Rubicon, and CARO with Wild Landscapes. We set up about 70 volunteers and spent a week down there making a nine-acre, nine-and-a-half-acre fire break through that creek. So we, we did know that was there. We knew that was a backup place that if we did lose it outside the park, that was where we were going to go stage to make our next stand. I'm glad we didn't have to use it, but had we needed to, it would have been a very, very excellent place to stage. Groups have been working on fire mitigation in local creek corridors for over two decades. In this past March, Utah's Forestry, Fire, and State Lands, Rim-to-Rim Restoration, Team Rubicon, and others did indeed clear those nine acres in Pack Creek. Group representatives made a presentation about this work to the county commission on Tuesday. Their priority includes clearing more areas near fire hydrants, dense residential zones, and the schools. Car Dorenwind with Rim to Rim Restoration acknowledged there's a lot more brush in the creek corridors that needs to come out to make it a safer place. The creeks are not the only fire fuels mitigation that needs to be done in the county, but it's a significant one that actually could run the fire through the entire community if we're not careful. After the presentation, Doran Wind and a representative from Forestry Fire and State Lands said they would follow up with the county commission. They are hopeful Grand County will provide more support to fire mitigation projects in the future. And that's the KZMU News for Thursday, June 9th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.